If Jesus will mention me in the Father's presence and before angels, what demon can access me? Who am I afraid of? That's what you're running for. That's your name. Will be mentioned in the presence of God. And that Jesus will fire off any attempt for your name to be raised. He will fight for you. He will stand for you. He will tell the Father, now I know him. Forgive him. Overlook this. Keep his name in the book. He just told me, some of you don't understand what I just said. Because the Father does not know sin. God cannot be tempted with evil. And he doesn't tempt anyone. Jesus had to come and experience it. So the father don't know what he's talking about. He don't know sin experientially. He knows what sin is. But he don't know it experientially. It's Jesus has gone through everything and more. He said he was tempted in all points. It's him telling the father, I know what that is. This is what that is. Work with them a little longer. Give me a chance. Hallelujah. You don't know why you should be praising him, worshiping him, dancing in his presence, rejoicing. He's able. Hallelujah. He's the only reason we are standing. For you that have spiritual understanding, a whole year has gone by and your name is still in the book. In spite of everything Satan threw at you. You have a song to sing. You have a shout. You have a praise. I survived everything hell has thrown at me in 2023. And I made it to the end of the year. And my name is still in the book. I have a reason to shout. And to praise God for not giving up on me. Can you imagine your name? Be mentioned before the Heavenly Father. They have seven billion people on the earth. (laughs) These are the treasures you should meditate on. You're never going to depression. You have a song. And even though things are tough for you, you say, but Lord, I thank you. I'm still here. I'm thank you. My tomorrow will be greater than my today. I thank you. 
That's a breakthrough straight ahead. Look at Mark 8, 38. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the Holy Angel. So you see, many times you don't know that you're taking a test. And he wants to see if you will stand for him publicly. And when I was praying this morning, he said, go and warn these people. That say, well, you know, I'm not really good at talking to people. You know, evangelism is not my ministry. He said, go and warn them. If you don't testify of me. Publicly, I will do the same to you. And when they mention you, I'll say, I don't know you. If you want Jesus to mention your name before the Father and before his holy angels, you better start witnessing. We are in a terrible situation in America. Haven't you heard Jamal Bryant and some of the things he's preaching? With all the thousands of people telling them they can cultivate marijuana? Eh? He's saying you don't preach against fornication. This doesn't belong to this generation. That's for us. That the things are just too tough for, for, for you to be preaching such a thing. What Bible is he reading? Who sent him? That's an antichrist. We're in trouble. That's why he says, if you're ashamed of me before this adulterous and wicked generation. Adulterous doesn't mean that you're having sex with a married person. Adulterous means unfaithful. You, don't, you are not covenant. You are not committed to anything but yourself. Okay, look at Matthew 10, 32. That's why he told me, he said, don't move on. You need to teach these things. It needs to go deeper. Matthew 10, 32. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father. He says, if you tell people about me, I'll tell the father about you. You need help to misunderstand it. You must be witnessing. You must be telling people about Jesus. Every chance you get. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Does anybody need help to understand this? It's, it's as plain as day. So if you overcome, I will give you a white garment, the garment of righteousness. 
and I will mention your name in the presence of my Father and his holy angels. He said, I'll do it when I come back in, in his glory. I'll do it now. But if you deny me, I will deny you also. Isn't that what is written? <laughs> All right. Look at Second Timothy. Because I'm running out of time. I don't know if I can get to the second one. Second Timothy 1 verse 8. Paul dealt with this. With Timothy. He said, Second Timothy 1 verse 8. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Know of me? Uh -huh. When your Lord is known, like the uh, uh, Israeli soldier said, we are worshiping idols. The Sabbath breaker, a uh, uh, thug, uh, Samaritan, they call him all kinds of names. You have Beelzebub and, and all of this. And Paul went from Saul to Paul. He was persecuting and incarcerating Christians and then turned and became a Christian himself when Jesus confronted him. And then Timothy comes. He had several problems. Number one, his mom had tipped out and married a Greek guy against the law. So that's why the moment Paul met him, he went and you know, circumcised him. It's all in the book of Acts. Went and circumcised him so they will not be fighting that fight everywhere they go. So he's trying to overcome that. And now, he was weak and sickly. Then on top of that, then he's following Paul with his bad reputation. So he had all these three levels of issues warring against him. And Paul said, now, don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. Now watch. But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. So you see, what will make you run back? What will cause you to be ashamed? He said things will get tough. Uh -huh. Right now, we're going through things in Nigeria. And I keep telling preachers, Nigerian believers, I say, you guys are in trouble. I'm in trouble too because... I mean, that's where I hail from, and I love the place. Because God is not answering their prayers. It's obvious. And these Muslims are gaining ground every day. I said, Nigerian believers, <laughs> God is telling you, I disagree with you. I'm not pleased. And the children of the bondwoman is winning over the children of promise. Me, I don't have to wait till I die to know. I, I'm calling it now. I'm always making sure that God is with me. Amen. And when I don't see his presence, I back up. But I don't have to wonder whether he's with me or not when he filled the whole office with a glory cloud this morning. Or when I get up to preach and his glory is washing over me. Hmm? 
<laughs> I take the pipe and I blow on the stone in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son Jesus, in the name of the Holy Ghost. And I raise an altar on the stone. And the devil was saying, well, why are you just blowing? I said, you're not doing anything. I said, appear right now. Let me blow on you. See what will happen. <laughs> Since you got enough. I said, appear. <laughs> I remember the first time somebody gave me oil to bless. He said, Apostle, please bless my oil. I said, okay. I took it. I opened it. I went. It's <laughs> okay. And they were looking at me like. I said, oh, okay. You don't believe he's not blessed? I said, all right, come. I took a little bit. I said, oh, okay. So when you get up, you cover it on that. <laughs> because you're expecting a long prayer. <laughs> That's why I told the devil on this trip. I said, one, go ahead, appear. Just appear before me now. I will take this pipe and go <laughs> and see what will happen. Do you know? He never said anything else. <laughs> no, I make sure that God is alone. At every juncture, I'm preaching identification with Jesus Christ. Amen. Standing for the gospel in America. Standing for his name. So that when you call, your name will be mentioned. Amen. Jesus will say, Father, now that's my son praying. Answer him. Amen. They will send an angel swiftly Amen. to deliver what you need. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You see? Listen, I don't have the money, but I can tell you honestly, I feel like that eagle too is right before me. I just feel that I'm about to step into something. And it will come to me. Hallelujah. The time is gone. He said, but be partaker of the afflictions of the gospel. So what happens? Whenever things get tough, people, you know, abandon ship. That's what I experienced. When I was in crisis, they all abandoned me. I've been flowing in the glory and blessing them. When it looked like I struggled, nobody was willing to pray with me. They just jumped ship. And they left thinking that they will hear evil news. So that's when, when I see them, I say, oh, I'm celebrating your departure. They said, that's a terrible thing to say. I said, good. Because I've been blessed since you left. <laughs> the apostle from Canada said that the greatest revenge is a breakthrough. Listen to this, then I'll pray. He said, who has saved us and called us with unholy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. Come on, now, I cannot read that over. Watch. Listen to me. He said that God called you, or the Lord Jesus drew you to himself, not because of your own righteousness. He said he had a purpose. He said he chose you according to his purpose and the grace he has to help you be that, do that. So when you are just serving God so you, you don't go to hell, you don't understand. You're wasting grace and opportunity. He had a purpose 
Why he chose you? He didn't choose you because you were righteous or you were doing right. No, he had a purpose and he said he has a grace. You are not a ship without a rudder. You are not wandering out here aimlessly and playing the games of Satan with the whirlwinds of trouble and challenges. No, you have a reason to live. I found my purpose and I retired from all those things and I keep on it. I focus on it. I don't deviate from it. All I'm going to get is well done. That's all I'm believing for. We're going to leave everything else here. We leave everything else here. He called you according to his purpose and grace. He didn't call you for you to do your own thing. He called you to you for you to pursue him until he shows you what he wants for you. And then you start doing it. That's when you connect with who you are. Hallelujah. What can I do? My time is gone. But you've heard enough word today. And I'm going to keep teaching this thing and preaching it until each one of us know why you are here. Why did God bring you through another year? Hallelujah. You celebrate him. You worship him. Hallelujah. I know this is not a New Year's Eve service. But since I'm talking about it, we are going to celebrate him in the Lord's Supper, even though the time is gone. I'm going to give it to you. Why do I want to give it to you? That's a celebration that his faithfulness has brought you through another year. You didn't get here on your own. It's not because you are strong or you are smart. Oh, you're more obedient than anybody. No, no, no. His grace has kept you and carried you. And he has suffered so much trying to get you to get to your destination. Now you remember why I told you I'm giving you this? I said, no, this is not the New Year's Eve service. But you need to hold up this bread and wine and just thank the Lord for bringing you through 2023. And no matter what you've gone through, you are still here. Hallelujah. He's still holding you up. He's still holding you up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We acknowledge that you are our God. You are the one that has brought us through. You have kept us. You have forgiven us. You have delivered us. You have healed us. You have provided for us. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Now let your glory testify that you're pleased. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Fall on these people. Whosoever heart is accurate, Fall on them, Lord. In Jesus' name.
the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. The covenant is in this blood. We celebrate it. <laughs> it has purchased our salvation, our deliverance. Every promise you have made is in this blood. Thank you, Lord. We release the power of this blood now as we drink it in remembrance of you. Now drink. Hallelujah. Father, hold this cup up to testify that you have prevailed over the enemy. Hallelujah. you leaders may God give you back every strength you exerted every grace you exerted receive it back now in Jesus name now receive 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 elder oh sorry something came out of it something came out of it sorry juice came out of the, the cup all right, even though you didn't go, hey, Jesus' name, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, glory. Now, I'm not going to lay hands on the whole church. What I give you is a point of contact. So thank God right now that whatever life has taken out of you, you are getting it back. Jesus, watch out, watch out. She's... Hallelujah. 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 Come on, I bless all of you in Jesus' name. I'm not going to touch you, but if you're open, the glory will touch you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see people way in there. Receive, receive, receive. Receive. Beloved, enjoy the glory. Celebrate the glory. The fire of the Holy Spirit. God testifying of his word. Amen. Remember that when Jesus sent the disciples, the, the, the Holy Spirit used this phrase. He confirmed the word. <laughs> with signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen. The Holy Spirit said to me, you are part of the remnant that will replicate every miracle you read in this Bible. Because in this end time global harvest, we're going to show the nations and all the religions who is Lord, who is the only authentic way 
Ooh, if you see what God is doing in India right now, and I was telling one of my sons, I said, this is because we sold in India 41 years ago. That's, I think that's when I left India. He's using an Indian. I said, hey, this is, this is God's plan. Not when Americans come or Africans come, but now he's touched a young man in India. You should see the mega churches. Because, I mean, a billion people or more. 300,000 people start arriving for Sunday morning service at 4 a.m. just to get a seat in the sanctuary. And he said that God said he will set up all these mega churches around India. And now we are celebrating and rejoicing. Sons of God rising up in nations to show them that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hey, that's, that's the only people God wants in ministry today. Not those seeking personal success or maintaining the status quo. We need to demonstrate the glory to shut up false religions. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Stop deceiving people. Let's quit the argument. Elijah didn't argue. So let's set up two altars. You call on Baal. If Baal can bring down fire here, hey, let's serve Baal. <laughs> uh -huh. And they wasted time all day long. And when it was time for Elijah, he said, I set up the altar. He set up the altar. And I said, dig a trench, dug a trench. Because it's God giving him those instructions. Now go find water. Pour water. You who sets up fire and then you go pour water on it first. But glory fire has no respect. Listen, in aviation, when you're flying propeller airplanes, there's something called a sump. It's always at the lowest part of the tank. Uh -huh. So you push up against the pump and drain fuel. If there's water, excuse me, in that fuel, maybe due to condensation or things like that, it will go to that sump area. That's the lowest part of the tank. And then you drain the water out so that water will not get into the engine and cut it off or into the combustion process. That's for propellers. But in jets, who cares? It will burn up the thing with water, with anything. <laughs> you don't drain anything. Uh -huh. The glory has no respect for water or anything that's not combustible. You burn up everything. You will burn up all these false religions. You watch what I'm telling you. And God will put out all these fake preachers. <laughs> it is happening. The glory will testify. He said, I'm going to show the nations that Jesus Christ is my son and that he is Lord. And he obtained that authority and power in heaven, on earth, and in hell under the earth. There's no debate. There's nothing. That's where we're going. Join this winning team. Join this army. The army of the remnant. Those who love God and want to see him rule and reign. In Jesus' name. Not going to church and working against God. Jesus Christ must be Lord in America. We will see to it. We are taking on secular humanist, political correctness, false religions. It will happen. One day we'll have a contest. All these witches making noise during Trump presidency. We'll take them on. Bring your incantations. We'll kill every witch <laughs> by the decree from God's altar. Take them all out in Jesus' name. I got to go. God bless you. I know I may sound strange, but wake up. That's the time to come. In Jesus' name, receive deliverance. Receive favor. Amen.
See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.